Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. So long, 2023. Stink year. I'm on that new shit now. It already feels different, doesn't it? The energy. Does it? Of the year. We're three days in. I guess I'm not as um, observant of energy as you. Oh, yeah. The energy is hitting good this Mm -hmm. year. The solar energy and lunar. Oh, okay. All right. And stellar. Uh All of the celestial bodies are aligned throughout all of 2024. Yeah. And we're we're all pretty stoked about that. Um, I actually don't have a great feel for the year so far because we're only three days into it. But I feel healthy and strong. Okay. Don't you think stronger than ever? Do I think that you are stronger than ever? Yes. I haven't really seen you demonstrate it yet. <clears throat> okay, that I mean that seemed like strength was involved. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I didn't pick up the desk, but it moved a lot. Twenty twenty four. What if that's the year I get strong, like really strong? I mean, I think you will. Oh, wow. Now that I <laughs> hold on, wait. It changed. The energy changed when you stronger. Said okay. No, yeah, I could probably, I could probably get that. Honestly, the bar is pretty low right now. I've seen you lift a weight. Yeah, uh, sure. And if you keep doing that, yeah, I have a feeling I'll get strong. You get fast. You're already so fast. Sometimes we go to the gym together, and I watch you on the treadmill, and you're it's fucking incredible. I mean, <laughs> your legs are your legs become <laughs> invisible because of how quickly they. They rotate. You're like a you're like um, Wiley Coyote or Roadrunner. He's actually the fast one. If of the if you call the ability to run at a speed of eight miles an hour very fast, that's good. But here's the thing: I do it for at most one minute. Yes, I mean even that's pretty. I mean that's more than I could do. Okay. Do you have any small wonders to start the year off right with? Now, please. Um, I'm I'm gonna say like a, a successful. A lengthy drive in the car with children. Yes. We don't really put our kids in the car for longer than 30 to 40 minutes at any given time. Uh, But for Christmas, we make that drive to Huntington, which is six hours Mm -hmm. uh, if you are, you know, never stopping. Yes. Uh, And it went well. It went really good. There and back. And then we went to... Beautiful Lexington, Virginia for New Year's, uh, which is a three-hour drive. We did so much carting around, yeah. and the kids were amazing. Yeah. I mean, they don't love it. They're not excited about it, but they hang in there, yeah. and I appreciate that. Yeah. my my What I don't enjoy is going on a road trip with kids, and then it doubles the length of the drive because you have to stop yeah. constantly. For, yeah. But I am also guilty of requiring more stops on road trips than the children too, <laughs> just because of the way that my sort of infrastructure works. Uh-huh. But 2024. Stronger than ever. No more. Strong and I won't bladder. Pee, I won't pee anymore. <laughs> I'm phasing it out. Can I tell you one of my other thrills about road trips too, I is that that, um, that you, you don't have to go through TSA. So you can put any size fluid in your luggage. And you, I still oh, get yeah. a thrill. I'll bring a whole bottle of shampoo just because I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm going to say we have dipped into Taskmaster again. We haven't watched that show in a long time. Um, and we've, we've just started watching the, I guess, most recent series, Series 16. And it's fucking great. It is so good. It is so, so funny. Uh, yeah. It's got uh, Sue Perkins. 
uh, former host of uh, Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Uh, and, and a suite of other comedians who are just, just incredible. Yeah. Uh, so we are, I think, three episodes into that. It's sort of a dead dead zone right now. Uh, there's no... Yeah. There hasn't been a hockey game in a few days, and all of our favorite sort of TV shows are off the air. So Taskmaster has been coming in for us in the clutch. Yeah. Um, I go first this week. Okay. I'm going to talk about some music I've been really jamming to, uh, really grooving, grooving to uh, here in 2024. Uh, and that is uh, an artist by the name of Hannah Diamond. Um, I will say one of my main goals for the beginning of this year is to splinter off my Spotify account from the devices through which our children <laughs> access Spotify. Yeah. Um, because it has it has rendered my algo fully useless yeah. in terms of discoverability. My my Discover Weekly playlist, which I did a whole segment on Yeah, you now, used to really benefit from that. It's now just like <laughs> hot dog toilet song and <laughs> pee-pee-poo-poo man and just like a bunch of yeah. really uh, just songs that I would say not, don't really appeal to me necessarily. Yeah. I can't fault Spotify for thinking I'm deeply into pee-pee-poo-poo man because of just sort of the way that I, the algorithm has been fed by our children. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to try and take it back because the main issue with this is that I ended up missing a lot of big sort of new releases from artists whose work I enjoy. Last year, there's a Wednesday Campanella album I've been dipping into. I've also talked about her stuff. Uh, that is absolutely great. Uh, but today I want to highlight one such album released in late 2023, uh, an album called Perfect Picture by Hannah Diamond. Uh, Hannah Diamond is a... A musician and visual artist whose shit I got really into in 2016, back when I was really active on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud, I, I, I'm so like off of it now that I don't know like what the ecosystem is like now, but it was like this really great system for very indie artists to be discovered and streamed uh, and, and sort of acquire a fan base through them. Uh, and a lot of the stuff was really sort of like experimental and, and, and rough and ready. Uh, so back in 2016, I got really into her stuff. She's part of a label called PC Music, um, which is, I think, personal computer and not um, politically, politically correct, correct music. Yeah. Uh, PC Music is a British art collective with a lot of hyper-pop sort of acts like Hannah Diamond in it. Uh, a lot of the acts have what Wikipedia refer to as cyber culture personas. Uh, very sort of like uh, hyper-real characters almost that are influenced by early sort of internet culture of the late 1990s and the early aughts, which is now over 20 years old. So so old now that it is like reasonable to be kind of nostalgic for that era. And I think a lot of the stuff uh, that, that PC Music has under it kind of covers that. Um, but the music that Hannah Diamond used to put out was like very pared back, I would say kind of lightly produced songs that were just little uh, indie gems. She has a song called High that's all about waiting for your crush to send you a message on AOL Instant Messenger, which I think like really captures... The aesthetic that she's going for. Last year, though, she put out this new album, Perfect Picture, uh, her first album in a long time, which is this huge evolution of her whole sort of sound and vibe. Uh, the songs sound like much bigger and much more ambitious while not sort of losing that whole early 2000s internet aesthetic that her early stuff was known for. Uh, like the title track, uh, Perfect Picture, which is about how you sort of present yourself through these like super manicured public photographs. Uh, so here's a clip from that song. 
hits you A photograph is never true to life Sometimes it's hard to live up to the perfect lie Um, so I'm a sucker for like this like early internet culture vibe. I don't know if it hits you quite, yeah. quite as hard. You know what? And I didn't want to say anything before you played the clip because I didn't want to influence the way people listen to it. But it gives me more recent like Carly Rae Jepsen vibes. Carly Rae Jepsen is like I would say frequently um, alluded to in sort of like critical discussions yeah. about Hannah yeah. Diamond's work. I would say um, much more early Carly Rae Jepsen. Like call, that Call Me Maybe – yeah. There's a there's this like yeah, but it's got that kind of like electronic influence, yes. which she is doing more of recently, right? Yeah, kind kind of. I mean, I I think she stepped away from that a little bit with um, you know, the what's the album? Is it Loneliest Time? I know Loneliest Time is on it. She she's you know getting into her fucking Stevie Nicks, yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> sort of breezy California vibe. Uh, whereas this is is still very much uh, I don't know in 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 the uh, early internet era vibe um but i would say that the 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 sound of this album is uh is, is i would say kind of reminiscent of carly ray jepsen uh the the whole production of this album was taken to i would say a whole nother level with uh hannah diamond's collaboration with uh, a u.s music producer named uh david gamson uh who i'd never heard of before but i was looking into because the production of this album is is incredible he's been in the game forever he started making electronic music in 1980 while attending sarah lawrence college so pretty early pioneering yeah. stuff. Uh, now he does sort of electronic music production for pretty huge names uh, in pop music like Kesha, Kelly Clarkson, Jesse J, Charlie XCX. Um, his work is super like melodic and yeah. arpeggio heavy, which really aligns really well with Hannah Diamond's whole kind of like hyper pop cutesy music vibe. I don't say that to be uh, dismissive or reductive it's i would say a pretty good description of the stuff that she does but i would say hannah diamond is also not on the same level of you know uh, uh fame as kesha or kelly clarkson or charlie xcx so it's cool to see you know this this album be this pretty major escalation of of the kind of stuff that she's making and the result of this collaboration is just incredible if you're a fan of charlie xcx or uh, Caro Caro Bonito, uh, or like so many other artists in that vein, Perfect Picture is going to be your jam, I think, as it as it has become mine. Uh, and I want to end with my favorite song off the album, which is called Affirmations, which is a really good anthem, I think, to start the year off with. It's just all about this printed out list of five affirmations that she keeps on her wall, uh, which include lines like, I'm building my own world, and I'm a businesswoman and my own CEO. Uh, it is catchy as hell with a chorus that goes extremely hard. I can't stop listening to it. Uh, so I'm going to play a bit of affirmations now. That's it. Hannah Diamond. Check it out. It's fun. It's a great album that I like listening to. And I also really like seeing an artist like grow from uh, a, a level of not particularly like mainstream yeah. sort of success to like taking on more ambitious stuff and having it kind of 
um, you know, align itself with the 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 work and the art that she was doing earlier in her much more independent days un- until now. Um, she's still, I think, uh, I mean, PC Music is not the biggest label, but uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Check it out. Can I steal you away? Yeah. Okay. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain uh, this is Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun. And it's very exciting because what do we talk about? Comedy. Stand up comedy. We both do stand up comedy and have since the dawn of well, Christ. Well, Jackie. Is that offensive? It is offensive to me because you've aged me. <laughs> uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun and listen to that. Jackie and Lori Show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 911. My husband! It's my husband! Calm down, please. What about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong! 
There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org. Hey, Griffin. Yes? I want to slow things down a bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) With a cool glass of lemonade. (laughs) Griffin knows. I would have sworn on a stack of Bibles you were about to take us to the poetry corner. Um. (laughs) Griffin knows I don't really do voices. Now we and I think this is a pretty good demonstration. I haven't really decided what this voice is trying to do, and you can hear that in my voice as I change focus. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's very House of Cards asking. It's very Foghorn Leghorn, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's it's. I'm gonna need more of that. Uh, I can't reproduce you. it. It doesn't even have to be now. It doesn't even have to be for the okay. podcast. Just like you know. Maybe later when we're like having dinner or something, be like, can you pass me the 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 peppercorn? Lemonade is my topic. Okay. Um, This is something our children have gotten really into recently. Yeah, specifically Um, the the small one demands lemonade in any number of vehicles. And lemonade for him can mean really anything that is kind of a a yellow color. We have given him Gatorade that is yellow and been like, this is this. Yeah. Now this is lemonade. Yeah. Um, we, we have still successfully, I think, avoided caffeine with our children and that doesn't leave you a lot of options outside of water and juice, but, uh, lemonade, lemonade is a hit. They've tried, so Henry has tried soda and he said it tastes too spicy. Yeah. I love that. Love how little kids think anything that has too much flavor is spicy. Well, I think it's the effervescence. (laughs) I think it's, you know, when you're, you know, six years old, you don't have the kind of like, uh, vernacular to yeah. say like on oh, the this is too bubbly for me this is too uh yeah yeah, yeah. carbonated father i said <laughs> they're like this is spicy it does weird things to my tongue spicy <laughs> must be um i also i also love lemonade there was a period in my life where uh it, and I think I've mentioned this before because I didn't have chocolate for a while, um, but that I avoided caffeine because I thought that there was some kind of allergic reaction happening to it. And there was you didn't think that necessarily. No, no. Uh, one one doctor said one that, doctor and said we that. really stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember when I went to the doctor as like a middle school student and they were like, oh, yeah, no, no, no that's not it. That's not no, it. You're fine. And I was like, oh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, lemonade was, was a go-to like Sprite and lemonade. Great options for me. Uh, were you, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But did you know that they changed Sprite? No. To Starry? Everybody was drinking Starry. Oh, I thought that was some kind of local thing. No, that's like Sprite now, I guess. Are you sure? Or maybe it's Sierra Mist that they changed. Okay. Anyway. It's fucking good. I didn't have any. Oh, that's good. I thought it was just like one of those like Dr. Thunder situations. No, it's like new Sprite. Huh. We should, we'll get some. Okay. Uh, lemonade has obviously been around for a long time because essentially it's just lemon lemon sugar water. Lemon sugar water. <laughs> Can you please do it like Men in Black? Please. Oh, man. I've, I've explained this to Griffin where I can hear a voice in my head yeah. and then what comes out of my mouth <laughs> is so not that. Just channel Vincent D'Onofrio. In this one specific way. 
<laughs> You're just going to do House of Cards again. <laughs> Sugar water. That's not bad. That's not bad. Will you, will you do it? God, it's so good. Thank you. How do you do that? What do you? I, you actually can see me. Physically, yeah, you do. Like, bring retract <laughs> my skull in backwards. Griffin's um, a real physical comedian. That's that. Yeah. Okay, so when we talk about like the history of lemonade, maybe not as we know it today, but like when when it is first documented, we're talking about like Egypt. We're talking about like 13th century. Uh, it, it's obviously been around for a while. It's when- weird to think about lemons existing. In ancient times, to think yeah. about, you know, it seems like such a modern contrivance. Yeah. Well, and you think about Egypt, I don't know what climate lemon trees need to grow. I didn't do that research. No. I don't think of Egypt as a, as a place that is particularly temperate. But again, we don't know anything. We don't know I anything. Think we've proven at all. on this show time and time again, we don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> We research for a good yeah. hour, and we feel confident about that, and then we make guesses. It would be wild if you did know if Egypt had the kind of climate that would be suitable for lemons. That is grow. not something you learn in school. No, absolutely not. In lemon class. Uh, lemonade, as we kind of know it now, started in Paris in 1630. Ugh. Apparently, there were vendors that sold it from tanks strapped to their backs. I love that so much. D- was there a cup or would they just like open up their mouth and be like, oh. <laughs> I'm picturing like a camelback and then, yeah, just like a faucet. And, and, and I imagine cups. I'm envisioning like those tanks that um, like, like pest control, uh, like folks use to like spray around the, the, the house. Yeah. Yeah. Ants, except it's lemonade and they, the long nozzle of it just kind of blasts into your <laughs> mouth directly. <laughs> And you pay, you know, five francs per squirt. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Please don't let that be the title of the five episode. Five francs per squirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Britain came in in the 1780s with the carbonation. There was a chemist who invented an apparatus for making carbonated water. Spicy lemonade is what he And made. then Johann Schwepp. Oh, sure, Schwepps. Yeah. Uh, developed a method of carbonation using a compression pump that made mass production more efficient. Of carbonated lemonade? Uh, in the 1830s, Schwepp's fizzy lemonade. Huh, uh, was available to the public. I never really, I never really rocked with that. The first carbonated lemon drink I think I ever had was CC Lemon, and when oh, when we were in yeah. Japan, which fucking rips. Yeah, so many vitamins in that one. So much vitamin C. You know, lemonade if it has actual lemon in it do, is a good source of vitamin C. Sure, uh, but. As as you know, a lot of lemonade does not actually have <laughs> lemon, lemon in it. Uh, part of the reason lemonade became popular in the 18th century was the temperance movement, uh, okay. and lemonade was pushed as an alternative to alcohol. I mean, I've drank some lemonade that is so good that it has induced a sort of euphoric effect. <laughs> back at Huntington Outdoor Theater, there used to be a vendor that would set up a tent at the very back of the theater, uh, and they would have just the sugariest sourest fresh squeezed lemonade uh that you could ever imagine and that shit would send me up into the Uh rafters um 
so part of this temperance movement, Sunkist had a slogan that was goodbye to liquor. Here's to lemonade. <laughs> straightforward. Just straightforward. No promises there. Easy. Just this is was a thing and now it's gone and yeah. this is the new thing. And then a warrior came marching over the dunes. It was Mike. And Mike said, why not both? Try my hard lemonade. <laughs> You're going to oh, yeah. fucking lose your mind. Man, I forgot that that was a thing. I mean, it was my dad's gateway drug. Yeah, I think it was as it was a lot of dad's gateway drugs into having two <laughs> alcoholic beverages per year around the holidays usually was Mike's Hard Lemonade. Um, the, la- the last thing I will say about lemonade, uh, from 1877 to 1881, the White House banned alcohol from all state dinners. Uh, President Rutherford B. Hayes was trying to court the Prohibition Party uh, and his wife, Lucy, uh, who was a renowned teetotaler. Did I do it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Teetotaler. Not teetotaler. I was trying so hard to say it I know. I I watch. I love you so much because of the effort that you put into this show and everything that you do in your life. And I don't want to like ever stymie you or try to contain you in some way. But I, I, I can't get enough of the fact that this one word is your this white This is my whale. penguin. This is my penguin. One day, you'll do it. And you'll just say it off of, like, that guy's acting like a real teetotaler. And you'll, it'll be like a new era has dawned. The problem is I think I used to know how to say it. And then I got really in my head I about think you it. did. I, that's exactly what just happened. I watched the synapses <laughs> fire and then fire back. I watched the two lobes of your brain go like, no, 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 no. I got it. Let me handle this one. Uh. Tito Taylor. I think you said Tito Taylor. That is how it started. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds me a lot of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. As if there was another member of that family. Of the Taylor family. An Uncle Tito. I'm Uncle Tito of the Taylors. You're getting better. I'm saying this. You're getting better. The next (laughs) time you try to say that word on the show, if this arc continues, Uh you're going to fucking crush it, babe. Anyway, his wife was named Lucy uh, and she was nicknamed Lemonade Lucy. Okay. uh, Because of her push. Pretty unfortunate. I wouldn't want that one in high school, I would say. Lemonade, Lemonade Lucy. That sounds, there's something there, don't you think? I mean, I had a lot of unfortunate pronunciations and choices around my name. So to me, that does not sound bad. No, yeah. I mean, your (laughs) your, uh, point of comparison is pretty dramatic. Yeah, Griffin sometimes talks about how people, um, what did they used to call you? You know, Griffin Macaroni. Yeah. No, it doesn't hold a candle to. I don't yeah. think people maybe don't know your. No, I've mentioned it before. The real fans know my my maiden name. Yeah, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, all right. Who's <laughs> Schlong? <laughs> Rachel Schlonger. Um, lemonade. Lemonade. Love it. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your go-to? Oh man. Um. I'll say I mean, this weird. Simply lemonade is a good one. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I find that um, since my consumption of uh, the Chick-fil-A business's uh, products has been dramatically yeah, reduced in one? years, I would say my, that was like where I got lemonade. Yeah. Um, and I associated it with that so much. I mean, I like it when it tastes like a real lemon. I'll say that. I don't really yeah. like it when you can tell it's just like a, a sugar water drink. Now I will say. Now I will say I did like the country time. We used to have one of those oh, canisters yeah. of country time powder. No, us too. We were a big Crystal Lighthouse. 
Yeah, we always <laughs> Chris, Crystal Lighthouse. Crystal cool. Lighthouse. That's my performer name. Um, yeah, we used to have like I feel like we just always had a picture of the Country Time powdered mixed lemonade yeah. in our refrigerator growing yeah. up at all times. So I do like that. I do also have a, a pretty unfond memory of drinking it out of an aluminum cup once, and that was bad. It was not advisable to drink a sour beverage like that out of an aluminum cup. It huh. was like uh, drinking a ba- like drinking a battery. <laughs> uh, do you want to know what our friends at home are talking yes. about? Yes. Okay, good. Because here's Tim. Coming over the top rope with my small wonder is the mistake everyone makes when we ring in the new year, accidentally writing the previous year on important papers. It's just funny to me how universal it is. Oh, yeah. I do like that. Um, I feel like I've been thinking about 2024 for a while. Oh, wow. So I've been ready to okay. write this down. We There was an open house at Henry's school, and so all the parents had to sign in. And I was the first, my first time seeing the date written out of like January 3rd, 2024. And I have to imagine every parent had the same reaction of just like immense gratitude to the parents who had signed the list before me for showing me <laughs> yeah. the way. Because I for sure would have fucked that yeah. in a major way. Um, I don't write checks anymore, which was my main sort of uh, area. I have of- one person that I write a check to and it really keeps me, you know, in the game. Yeah. Sometimes I have to write that check and I have to like Google it. Every I don't have to Google it, but no. I feel like I do. Uh, Moa says, my small wonder, all those lanterns you release around New Year's this is the second year we release them instead of fireworks. And not only are they beautiful, they're way less anxiety inducing to send off. I've never done that before, but it looks so cool. No, it does look cool. I wouldn't, I mean, I guess it's probably easy enough to find those on the internet. Yeah, probably. You probably make them as just paper and fire. What would you call it? What terms would you type paper in? Flying. Yeah, that's Lish. the thing, right? It needs to be able to like lift up into the sky. Flying paper lantern up in sky like tangled. <laughs> tangled lantern, paper, but real. <laughs> tangled lanterns from tangled, but real in real life for flying. Good. And wishing. I bet that would work. That'll probably get you there. Thanks yeah. to Bowen and Augustus for these sort of theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thank you to MaximumFun.org for having us on the network. We sure do appreciate you. Uh, they got a bunch of great shows on there. We've listened to a lot of Stop Podcasting Yourself uh, on yes. our drives. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's so much on there for you to go check out. Um, we have a bunch of merch over at MacroyMerch.com. Oh, my gosh. The shirt is out. There is a new... A three wolves inspired shirt howling in front of a moon but instead of wolves it's me and justin and travis which is very good um i will say our naming of the year episode from a bim bam i am, I am halfway through it so i still don't know what you, you haven't hit the prestige yet i would no. say of the of the episode no. um so so get that a listen just check out our stuff we do streams on youtube over the mcroy family we got a bunch of stuff going on and uh we, we hope you'll join us for a new year of content of content. Of content. Of mandated, <laughs> legally mandated. It's like the lowest bar you could set. Yeah. It, it is content. It no is, one can it say. Ex- it exists. No one can say it's not content. No. No one can say that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Just have a good January. That makes it sound like we're not going to do another episode this month. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll be back, we'll be back next, week. next week. So we'll see you then. Bye.
Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.